following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Okay, everyone places. This is the final scene, so let's make this one count. Quiet on set. Places, everybody. Welcome to the Producers. Lights, camera, podcast. What's going on, everybody? I am the Wizard of Josh, joined once again by the quote king, Austin Kelm. Austin, what's up, buddy? Hey, buddy. How are you today? Uh, you know, these openings sound the same every episode, I've decided. And I think every I time. It's every it's time. like clockwork. You can set your watch to it. You're going to ask me how I'm doing, and I'm just going to be like, dude, you suck. And you're like, hey, it was different this time. Right. Or one of these days, I'm going to throw you for a loop and introduce you first. One of the two. We'll figure it out. One of those two things, right. Uh, so we got, a, we got a big one. We're changing, changing genres again. Uh, we're changing. We're not changing the era that we've been working on, apparently. apparently uh, yeah, and I don't, I don't know why. But, right. Yep. It, really, most of these came out when we were two or th- You know what I mean? We were infants, so it's not like we, we liked them when we were kids. <laughs> it's, they weren't a thing. Well, we, d- like, we did like them when we were kids, just... Uh, we had to get a little bit older oh, right, to appreciate for it to be them as kids because we were two when this, like, so correct. We're, we're doing Major League, uh, specifically Major League One. I'm sure we'll make references to Major League Two. Uh, it, at some point, we will start, like, rolling in sequels, and it'll be, you know, like, this is, be, like, episode eight, I think, or episode six. It'll be, like, episode eight, part two or something. I don't know. But, it's like uh, the Dewey Decibel System. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, nobody's nobody's done Dewey's or his decimals in years. Uh, right. Oh, but no, this, this one is a uh, a favorite of mine. You and I are very much into the baseball world. It's what we do. Um, I don't know if there's a more quoted movie in the circles of human beings that we run with. Yeah. Like on a, every, every day, every day. At like, And this one crosses groups of friends for me. So like we're at the Bills game on Sunday and uh tony who sounds a lot like lou brown lou yeah <laughs> comes out and says i love this football shit i may move to buffalo <laughs> like i mean i don't know granted that's from major league two but still I, you know what though and the thing that like and it, and it, it can come out of nowhere right. even when you are not talking about sports whatsoever that if you were like, hey, man, do you want to get dinner on Tuesday with the girls? I don't like, know. I, I got a guy in the other guys about some white walls. <laughs> right, Let me call right, you that, back. That is exactly it. And then a hundred percent where I was going with that, that it does not have to be about sports whatsoever. But this just jumps in there. Like this movie starts out fantastic. So like you basically get the lay of the land that the Indians suck and they start it's, it's in it's in subtitles yes <laughs> they're they, lousy they, right right in the beginning right they start like they by cutting to random average joe cleveland Cle- cleveland clevelanders cleveland Clevelandites. Cleveland i don't Knights. know sure i don't know clevelandtonians i don't know no uh, no people, no you people, lost me on that people, one. people people from cleveland uh 
just like reading the newspaper, seeing the released starting opening day roster and just going like, I think it's the guys are inviting to camp, right? It's, it's the, it's the camp roster. And they're like, we've never heard of any of these guys. Yeah. And it's like, who are these guys? Who are these guys? Who are these fucking guys? Like, it's it's just, it just bounces back and forth. (laughs) This, this guy here is dead. Cross him off then. (laughs) Uh, Like just, it, it is so funny because you go through and then like, you see some of these dudes that are being invited to camp and like, you know, just a bunch of nobodies, a bunch of just nobodies that had some baseball experience. And the whole thing is because the owner of the Cleveland Indians wants them to suck so bad that attendance drops below the accepted minimum and they can move to a bigger market. Yep. They can move to Miami. Uh, Jake Taylor, who is on a tequila bender somewhere in New Mexico, gets a <laughs> phone call and like, yeah, again, God damn it! If you were gonna play this game, you could have at least said you were from the Yankees. Like <laughs> my knee, my knees are killing me. I'm hungover. I really, uh, again, all of them. Uh, everybody is so perfectly cast for what they do. Everybody from our our our, our all state representative, who's who plays Pedro Serrano, is Dennis Hasbert. Who's got the the deepest voice? I don't want to say ever because then you got guys like James Earl Jones who are going to be offended. Oh, yeah. Like, and I say that like they're listening to this, but they're obviously not. <laughs> but you don't know. Every, I, well, if you that. podcast it, they will listen. They will come. Yeah, right. That's well, ironically, which is a James Earl Jones movie that you're quoting Field of Dreams right now. Perfect. But it's just everybody is is so good from from the Joe Boo stuff that Serrano does to, to Vaughn being the juvenile delinquent in the off season. There's just so, and just Dorn being no, a no, jerk. No. Not even, not even a juvenile, a, a full tilt felon. Right. Yeah. Like, wow. Where'd you play last year? California penal league. Right. Never heard of it. It's like, doesn't really say where he played last year, but I'm sure wherever it was, he did a hell of a job. Uh, who? Oh God! Who was the uh, who was the old pitcher? Why am I blanking on him? Eddie Harris. Eddie Harris. The craft the crafty veteran Eddie Harris. And uh, like, just some of the like his his old school baseball interactions, like this old washed up has been talking to some of these young guys. You know, cu- talking to like, hey man, we got a we got on your shoulder. Oh, Crisco, Bardall, <laughs> Magistil. <laughs> So, you know, so, you know, any, any, any one of them will give you a little extra bite on your curveball, but you know, if the umpires are watching me close, I just rub a little jalapeno on my nose, get it running. You, you, put, you put snot, snot on, on the ball. Yeah. I, I, didn't like your, I didn't got an arm like yours anymore. I got to put anything on it. I can someday you will too. I really, and it, and like I said, it, there's so many of these quotes that are just uh, applicable in every walk. I don't care what it is. If, if you were picking out paint samples, and you got it home, and it was almost the color you'd wanted. If somebody doesn't say just a bit outside, and it has nothing to do with sports whatsoever, people would know what you were talking about. Ball four, ball eight, ball twelve. I just don't know how they're laying off pitches this close. I really that his assistant's just drinking Jack right out of the bottle. <laughs> but no, he's he's the one drinking Jack straight out of the bottle. Oh no, he does. But it, but his, at one point the game gets so chaotic that he's just that his assistant. Who's like the sober one throughout the entire movie is just drinking straight from the bottle. Uh, Bob Euchre is fantastic in this. Uh, Bob he's Uecker a plays hall Harry, of famer. Yeah. Like Bob Euchre plays Harry Doyle, but I mean, Harry Doyle is Bob Euchre. Like they're the same guy. Right. Uh, 
legendary voice of the Brewers. And I don't like the Brewers. I am a Yankees fan, but it would make me want to listen to Brewers games just to listen to Bob Uecker. Yes. Uh, it's so funny because, like, just oh, some of some of the stuff that we I, last night watching Sunday Night Football, uh, like Chris Collinsworth drops in and says something, and I just like I was sitting at Taylor's house watching with him, and I just looked over at him. I was like, "Dynamite drop in money," because like what he said was just <laughs> so just really did you really just say that on air there's a lot like i said there's a lot of that you know some some sideline guy i was watching a game on sunday and there's a a ball that a quarterback just threw out a play and some dude in his sideline like carrying towels wearing like a a a jogging vest so he doesn't get hit at night you know what i mean snags his ball with one hand and somebody goes get him a uniform and i'm like (laughs) yes yes get him a uniform holy maze hay style you know and it's it's great because like Charlie Sheen, the old Terminator. You get a piece of it, I'll let you rename it. It's he's uh, so ridiculous from from the iconic glasses to the the zigzag haircut to the wild thing playing when he jogs out from the bullpen. It's just I hate this song. <laughs> right. Uh. It's just. Across the board, and really, I think a lot of people don't realize that how good of a baseball player that Charlie Sheen actually was. Yeah, he really was pitching and throwing. Now, I think he later came out and was like, "Yes, I was on steroids that entire movie," and not to like throw harder or anything else like that, but just to be like, "Yeah, they were asking me to do all of these scenes that required me to pitch." He was, and I was throwing three hundred pitches a day, which anybody who knows baseball or knows sports would be like, "Yeah, that's too many." And he's like, but what are you supposed to do? Like, you're getting paid millions of dollars to do what they're doing, and they need you to step up and perform. He goes, so instead of having my arm hanging at my side, he goes, this is just what it was. That's what I was expected to do. Yeah, and really, and all that is is to look competent. Like, you you can hand random Joe Blow actor. I mean, when we see it, how many ceremonial first pitches go out there and just look awful? Right, even from athletes. People who are professionals and they're given. I mean, Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor just launched one into the third row. Hit, hit, hit the mascot. <laughs> it, right. It, it does not mean just because you are athletic doesn't mean you have the hand-eye coordination to throw a baseball. So for this dude to go out and like look, I mean, some of the angles they show him pitching from, like it's got to look right. Like it's got to look good. You like, and and we saw from other movies of the time, the CGI wasn't good enough to make you who weren't a pitcher look like a pitcher. So he actually had to like throw for it to look right. And it had like, and it couldn't be a lob. It had to be on a line and get there. So was he throwing 99 to hundred miles an hour? No, no, of course not. Right. He'd be getting a real contract if he was throwing that hard. No kidding. You know, you know what I compare it to Um, another baseball, the rookie with Dennis Quaid. Yes. He's the, he's the science teacher that throws all of a sudden figures out he's throwing hundred miles an hour, like in his forties. It's very apparent to me in that movie that Dennis Quaid, did not really play baseball that they had to like teach him how to throw. You know what I mean? It didn't look natural. I think it did. And nothing he did was, was quick or athletic looking, but you know, they add the sizzle and the pop of the ball in the glove. And all of a sudden it makes it sound like he's throwing 90. Whereas I don't think they had to do that with Charlie Sheen. Like he was out there chucking the rock and looking good while he did it. Right. Which I think Uh, is really, again, it's, it's a testament to him. That you know what I mean, and it's not that he's method acting. He didn't go through six months of baseball training. Like he's a ball player, 
<laughs> he just showed up and was like, yeah, no, I did this in high school, a little bit in college. Yeah, let's put it all. Yeah. I can do this. Now, uh, question for you. We, we've talked about Charlie Sheen. Who's your favorite character from the movie? I have a special place in my heart for Serrano. Which I, I figured you were going to say that. If I had to guess and put money on something, if I were a betting man, I would have said Serrano. Yeah, it's got to be. See, like, and for me, I, I, I don't even pick a player. I, Lou Brown, <laughs> just the yeah. manager, okay. so cracks me up every single time. Again, the, the player, line about white so walls. I went is, with player. No, I think I said character. We'll have to go back and revisit it because that might rephrase the question. But I meant okay. character from the movie. You can pick anybody who appears in, I don't know, an hour and, and 47 minutes of this movie. Okay, so I have a special place in my heart for Serrano, but Lou Brown and Bob Uecker, Harry Doyle, right. make this for me. Like, I, I don't know how many times I've quoted Harry Doyle in my life, but the number is atrociously high. It just, again, simple as last night, like dynamite drop in money. It's not the best color guy in the game for no reason. Like, and, and those are the two guys that you quote. Like, the, like those are them. It's, it's, those, it's those snippets from Lou Brown, and it's all the Harry Doyle calling the action from the, the, you know, the press box for all those games, that those are the ones you wind up quoting most of the time. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, what's the most quoted line from a player from that? You know what I mean? Like what's the most iconic player line? You're trying to tell me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball, Right. Okay. So that's up there. All right. Jesus Harris. Let's not start a Holy war here. Uh, how about there's uh hats for bats. I don't know. <laughs> hats for bats. Keep that warm. Oh, you know? Oh, okay. So I was just going to say it's about a player, but again, my, it's, it's Lou again. Come on, Dorn, get in front of the ball. None of this old late, you know what I mean? I'm right. thinking, oh, it's Dorn. No, it was said about Dorn. That's Lou Brown again. Well, and, uh, you know, in the, uh, what is that? The, is it, it's, it's the, it's to win the division, right? That's winning the pennant is winning the division. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what they call so it. So right? it's, it's in the, it's in the, it's in the one game playoff to, to decide the pennant. And Serrano comes up, misses two wild, wildly uh, horrible swings at curveballs. He steps out, looks at his bat, goes, I pray to you, I defend you, I sacrifice for you, and you know help me now? You, Joe Boo, I do it myself. And he hits an absolute tank. Like, uh, I mean, again, iconic part of the movie. I'm, I think it's, it's little stuff. It's, it's quips. It's going somewhere, meet about 90 feet. You know what I mean? Or you're, you're going to look awful stupid running to the Hall of Fame with your shoelaces untied. Oh, hey, he's picked off at first. <laughs> like, like or so I, many I, iconic little scene. things. St- Willie, Willie Mays Hayes stealing second. Slides in like the guy catches it and holds it there. He slides, slides in and he's three feet short. And yeah, right. Way, like, way, he slid 85 feet, right? <laughs> um, yeah, like <laughs> Willie Mays Hayes. Run like Hayes, hit like Mays. Like, Right. You may you, run like A's, but you hit, you hit like, like shit. shit. <laughs> but again, another iconic. Bro. I see, there, right here, right here. It's in my contract. It says I don't do un, any any kind any of calisthenics. I don't deem necessary. necessary. Like, this is on his contract. Doesn't say a word. Just stares at him. Throws the contract on the ground. Unzips his pants and pees on it on the field. It's. I mean. All right, so for me, where does this rank among all of the baseball movies? Now, I'm throwing that's a lot, and there's Ooh. a lot. I'm from, I mean, there's Field of Dreams, there's other major league movies. Uh, there, there's, there's Mr. Baseball. There is a lot of movies about baseball. Some of them are 
very serious. You know what I mean? The, the natural there's Robert Redford. There's, you know, the movie 42. Some of them are more historical. This is obviously very fictional, but for if, you, if this, where's where this one? And, and I don't even know if I rate this one or the second one higher because the second one is just as good. As oh, some, see, now and all, and I think the first one, just for me personally, the first one I think is, like, is the, the best one. The introduction to some of the new characters like Rube and stuff like that really like it, it adds to the to the one-liners, the funny. Um, right, but then replacing Wesley Snipes with Omar Epps. I mean, there's, there's you know what I mean, characters not repeating. Now, I will say, I will grant you that if all the characters were back, do you know what I mean? And like, and they repeated and they weren't like replacement people, then that would have been. Which really like who they replaced. They, they, they replaced Wesley Snipes. That was it. Right. Well, they, they, they added something. They added Parkman and some other stuff. And, you know. Right. Well, they, they added Parkman. They, you know, uh, Rube and Tanaka, which I mean. Right. And, and again, another classic Bob Uecker in the bag, just drunk off his ass. <laughs> yeah, the Roses Kamikaze Tanaka. Recently acquired from the Tokyo Giants, knocks himself cold for the seventh time this week. Maybe in Japan, that's better than actually catching the ball. Personally, I just think he's trying to get out of the lineup. <laughs> again, Bob Uecker. It's just, again, well, I love them making all those chants up. They're, they're taking the field and no one's cheering. So yeah. they're like sticking their heads into the press box going, hey, boy, they love this crowd here in Cleveland. It's just the two of them yelling. Nobody else is making any noise. Uh, I mean, for me, this has got to be, I think it's top three. I don't think there's too many unbelievable baseball movies. That I mean, you know, again, the, the, especially after watching the Field of Dreams game that MLB right. did, like the real life adaptation of that was phenomenal. People who are not baseball fans were like, that's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Right. And there were like, as, as it is, there's, you know, your baseball quote unquote, we'll call them purists. Right. Um, I call them obnoxious, but like, <laughs> well, it, it's, it's not the exact replication of the field of dreams field and blah, blah. Like, shut up. It was awesome. But uh, I would put major league one and major league two as a tie. Um, if they're in my top five, they're probably number five. Because like Bull Durham's number one for me, right? And that and that's another one. It's and I and I think that's probably one A one B. It's right up there. So like that's got to be number one. Uh, for the love of the game is number two. I don't watch that movie nearly as often as I should. I love that movie. Uh, Field of Dreams is up there. Um, the Naturals up there, right? You know, I mean, you know, and I know it's a newer one, and it's not like a you know what's deemed a classic yet. But I, I love Moneyball. Do you know what I mean like it, that was a really good movie? Something that was nominated for for Academy Awards and, and Jonah Hill, I think, won one. As a matter of fact, Brad Pitt was nominated. Um, I don't know if it gets the love that things like Major League and Field of Dreams and well, you so know like, Bull Durham, yeah, because it's newer, but that's a very good movie. So, like for me, that's a movie about baseball. I wouldn't necessarily consider it a baseball movie. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. No, I understand. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Where like, like even like and you summer, get like even like summer catch. Right. Like, like that, like that's a baseball movie. It's a, it's a teen summer campy drama. Right. You know, not another oh, teen movie type little, thing, but little, little big league where the kid takes over as manager of the twins, you know, like, rookie, rookie of the year. year. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we haven't even talked about Sandlot. I mean, that's like just, both, yeah. So, so Sandlot's got to be in the top five, which I, which like mentioning that one might push major league out of the top five to like number six. Right. Uh, rookie of the year and little big league are probably top 10. You know, I, I don't hold them in the same regard. Um, 
they're fun. They're cool. Angels in the outfield is up there, obviously. Right. Right. Um, again, Angels, in the, yeah. in in the top ten, not in the or not in the top five. And they're all in the conversation. Like hardball, like, you know, hardball, hardball, hardball I, with Keanu Reeves. I like, I, I, again, I don't, it's, I, that may not even be in my top 10. If it is, it's number 10, but what a great movie. Like, I just, think what you're saying is it's really hard to make a movie about baseball and screw it up. Yeah. Baseball, <laughs> it's, right. it's hard to not be romantic about baseball. Uh, yeah. I, I, ironically quoting Moneyball there that we, right. it's a movie about, it's sort of like baseball. It's a, it's about, it's about baseball. But, it's not a movie with baseball players. Yeah, I, this this is definitely it's definitely up there for me. I I really like the uh oh god, how do a league of their okay, major league's not top five. League of a league of their own jumps. <laughs> oh oh my god. A league of their own might be number two. It, it's it's really that one's again widely considered to be one of the, I don't want to say the best movies ever, but really one of the best movies ever that uh, both on subject matter and the movie itself just being fantastic. It's, it's always right up there. I know it's, it's my wife's favorite movie. So I can tell you uh, this, there's a fun fact here about major league. It not only spawned one of the best sequels, because for me, I mean, we talked about this, when we talked about like Rocky <laughs> and Die Hard. Like it's, it's hard to make a sequel that holds up to the OG. Sure. Right. A lot of times sequels take a hard turn or like a, a hard nosedive. Major League Two was fantastic. To me, it's it's right up there in the same echelon as Major League One. And then they made Major League Three. <laughs> and good any, God, they should have let it die. Any anytime you have to like add something weird to the title after after the title, like so you got Major League, then you have Major League Two. And that's it. It's just two. But then you got Major League Three back to the mind you know what i mean like as soon as it sounds like a made for tv movie like if you have to start adding those types of things after the main title you probably should have just quit while you're ahead now technically they've they've come out and said well technically the movie's just called major league back to the minors so it's not a sequel per se but it is it's got it's got tanaka it's got rube um i think serrano Serrano comes yeah Yeah, i was gonna say right he's in all three right um you know, like, so there's a small group, but like they introduce people like they like you knew who they were in the first two movies and they, they weren't even in the first two movies. Right. Um, and they said like it, it's about a minor league team that's not affiliated with the Cleveland Indians. They're right. Right. It's, it's the, twins. the twins organization. Right. It's a whole different thing. Uh, and I. I, th- I think like the owner of the twins might be like, somewhere. no, I think he's the manager. And the no. manager's he's, he's kind of a tool bag, right? And then, well, it's it's the owner of the twins, and they like do this thing like all oh, our, which technically the team is like their double A affiliate or say like they're playing at some like, re- rinky dink ballpark that's like high A or something like that. And you know they go and they take on the big club, and you know they got a guy throwing 50, 50, 50 miles an hour, which again another great quote. Like, <laughs> it's his radar guns broken. Nah, we got it on loan from the highway department. It doesn't pick up anything under sixty five. Sixty five. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the big bomber from the twins like he hasn't seen anything this slow since he was in high school <laughs> oh god the picture, uh, you know so-and-so's new mystery pitch it's called a curveball <laughs> it might be a curveball like just <laughs> it's great but uh widely just an atrocious movie just awful all around like the cgi is bad and that's that's how you know when a movie comes out and they can't do what they want to do with the cgi so like you know, appreciating Charlie Sheen, 
throwing and pitching and doing the things he needed to do right. to make it look legit. Uh, the entire every pitching sequence in that movie was actually CGI. Like he went through the motion, and then like a CGI ball like blurred out of his hand, and like seeing guys swinging and missing at stuff that's not even like coming at them, or it, it just it was bad. I mean, so, it's got like a it's got a four and a half rating on IMDb. So I mean, it appears as though people concur with what our assessment is of this. But like, how how cool that you spawned one of the best and one of the <clears> worst <throat> sequels of all time. Right, right. Very unique in that regard that they went up and then went back down. Right. At bare minimum. Like, and you could say the, like, I, I think two is a, maybe as good, if not a little bit better than one. Uh, you like one more than two, but the, like that to me, that puts them on an equal plane. Right, and, right, and, right. And then the third one came out and you're like, what are we doing? Yep. I'm still waiting for like 30 years later. They do major league four, like Rocky, like they took a 20 year hiatus and I'm like, oh, we're going to make a uh, good one now because five was awful. That that's actually uh, been talked about and bounced around a little bit. They bounce and... every idea around in Hollywood, right? So I'm like, actually... no, no, there there are no bad ideas. They're like, oh yeah, we'll just yeah, throw some they're, um, they're they've actually uh, let's see. So everything you need to know about the Major League Four movie. Oh geez, twenty years after the events comes out of retirement to mentor and so they're they're talking that wild thing is coming out of retirement to mentor a new player somebody somebody uh, the next the next guy yeah so it's very much in development um charlie sheen wesley snipes dennis Haysbert, corbin burnson so i'd be like they're bringing a lot of names back i i hope it's good you know what I mean? It's so easy to screw up a sequel. You know what I mean? And they do this all the time. There, there is no more our original ideas in Hollywood. It's just no. we're gonna no. just we're gonna beat this drum until yeah we're gonna stick beat, their fingers in their ears. It's like yeah we're we're gonna beat the drum until it, you know until the the drumstick breaks and right then, then we'll try to play with our hands or something. I, I, that's something different. I I, I don't know. But, <laughs> so what's your uh, what's your clicky clacker rating on this one, guy? Um. So I gotta get. I'm gonna give this one a. I don't know. We've been doing half clicky clackers, right? That's been a thing. Yeah. Halves and quarters. Right. So I'm going to do, uh, it's a three and a half for me. It's, uh, it's not as good as some of the other movies that we talked about. I, we are, it might not even be in its own, right. A top five in its own genre. Um, but it's still a very good movie. I quote this movie regularly, but that also might be because of what we do for a living. Um, weird, but it's still very good. It's one of those that if it's on TV period, the channel stops moving. <laughs> like I'm, I'm no, this okay. So my next ninety minutes are booked. Now this is what I'm doing. Yeah, w w uh, without question. That's uh, this is the one. Like I, we talked about Step Brothers, right? Like if it's on TV, like right. I roll my eyes and kind of like scruff at it. And like this is one that I'm like, well, it's on. Let's go. Uh, right. Sorry, I, we got to cancel our our dinner plans. Major League's on TV. Don't you have the DVD? Yeah, but it's not the same thing as watching it on TV. It, this is spontaneous. Right. I didn't. Like, I didn't choose this. It chose me. Like it's on TV, it must be watched. Right, right. They did this so, on purpose. So, what about you? So, I so I give it three and a half. So, where we? Um, I'm right in that range. I was, I my brain was saying three seven five before you uh, before you mentioned it. So, but I oh, like I, I agree. You're, you're adding like an advanced calculus into our clicky clackers. Now I got to add point five and point seven fives. Kinda, maybe. I don't know. I don't make the rules. 
Uh, all right, we'll go with three five. We'll go with three five. I think we do. They're, they're, this, it's us. We we definitely make the rules. <laughs> this is, there's no, yeah, there's so no boss. That. It's that. us. It's, no, it's you and I. Screw that. Three point seven five. We've done we've done seven fives before and two fives. Like <laughs> you're like I don't make the rules. I'm like actually that's a that's false. That we are exactly who make the rules. Factually speaking, you're the guy who makes the rules. So. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> so uh, that'll give us a what seven and seven point two five out of ten. If my you math is it. right. Yep, three so. five and a three five would be seven, but you got that little extra. And weirdly four. enough, I'm I'm pretty sure if we look at the. Uh, the IMDb, it's like a 7.2. Yep. We should have named the podcast the IMDb Austin and Jaws. Yeah, but then you got copyright infringement and there's that whole thing. So it's like I am we AJ. make we make the rules and all of a sudden lawyers have to be involved. So that's about, great. We, we should we should have done I am AJ. I Internet, am AJ. Internet movie Austin and Jaws. Database. <laughs> Database. <laughs> Database. Uh so yeah, man, this was, uh, I love this movie. I love this movie. I love the franchise. Uh, it is like, go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say, it, it, like I said, it, it creeps into my everyday life, it, uh, probably an embarrassing amount, like more than I would maybe like to admit that I quote this movie that it, it just seeps in to dinner preparations, uh, morning coffees. Like it does not matter what it is. And if you were surrounded by baseball people or in a baseball game, you cannot go more than five minutes without somebody somewhere quoting this movie. And I don't care what age group it is. No. 10U, 16U, showcase, but it doesn't matter. Like this is what they do. Well, because like what's the most crude part about this? Like when, when they're taking off the pieces of the owner to like reveal her body in a bikini and like she's covered it's not even like she's nude so like what that's I, that that in some language is like or like well, i think that, that that that's usually what it is, is is the language is that people speaking around a baseball diamond perhaps in a language that would be inappropriate if an umpire or a coach or depending on the age group right but even even if nothing else some parent yells just a bit outside you know what i mean it, it, it doesn't have to be you know super negative or even filthy it just last, last night last night tom brady threw a ball that was over the well over the hands of uh, antonio brown and chris collinsworth in his infinite commentary wisdom goes and just a little too high it was like up oh, too far too far it's and high so, like, it's too far like and, right and my man sitting next to me started busting a gut laughing about it and all of a sudden it, like they go back to it and go and there it is and it's just ah just too high too high like too high or you know and was it too high or did it like did he throw it a little too far and i we both the both started like who gives a it's gone right it's over it is uh, dead and gone with but they, they, but that's that's what it is Sports, sports people know this movie. Sports people love this movie. I don't know that I've ever come across an athlete or a baseball player who went, yeah, Major League, not for me. Yeah. Or either that or it's like, oh, I haven't seen that one because like they're young. And it's usually younger kids. Like, right. Well, that, guys, that's but... true. The movie came out 32 years ago. Right. God, that pain. Yeah, that, that, hurt, that hurt, didn't it? <laughs> that, that pierced my soul right there. What the no, hell is that about? But, uh, yeah. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw one more quote at you. Oh boy. And it's going to fit into the podcast itself because uh, it's about time to wrap up. So I'm going to let you take it. Uh, take over, Monty. I'm in the bag. 
take over money. I'm in the bag. Oi, so I'm taking us out of here. This has been the Podducers. This is the Wizard of Jaws and Austin, the Quote King. We appreciate you guys for listening, and uh, we will see you guys in a week. Oh, you didn't know? Yo ass better call somebody! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the BICBP Radio Network proudly brings to you its podcast tag team champions of the world, the Nightmare Derek Jaws, Rotten Jack Gene Williams, the hosts of Common Debauchery! And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you.